Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back with another episode with Michael here. And uh, today we're going to be talking about um, are there some people that don't deserve to get out of prison? Uh, I, I started exploring that question a couple of nights ago, watching all of the things that are happening, um, not just in Tennessee, but around the country. And I understand and I see that people are really fearful about what's going on out there. Crime appears to be on the rise. I don't know what the statistics say. Uh, I just know that the news is showing it an awful lot. And it's not just in Tennessee, it's all over the country. And I was in a conversation with a staff person recently, and they said that they think some people uh, don't deserve to get out of prison. And I asked the question of, you know, what specific type of charges are you talking about? What type of person are you talking about? Is somebody that's mentally ill, not mentally ill, sociopathic? What is it? And they really had no answer for me. So that made me want to explore that with my friend Michael here. Uh, so Michael, introduce yourself. Everybody knows you by now. Uh, but introduce yourself real quick for those that don't know you. And tell me what you think about that question that I posed. It's uh, Michael Coleman. Everybody is redeemable, but are, do they seek redemption? So the people that seek redemption and try to do uh, better with the life are ones deserve to get out. But those who have the same uh, ideology as they had before, why should you let somebody out like that? How do you determine that? I mean, uh, people out there don't know. The parole board is not in here with us like we get to see it up close. How would somebody sitting on the parole board or a family member or politician, whomever, gets to make, whoever's going to be making that decision, how do you determine, how would they determine if this person has changed their worldview, their ideology, or are they just acting in front of them? How would they determine that? Give me some insight. Well, in my opinion, I think they need to have more uh, so-called checks and balances. shouldn't get out, uh, but uh, what I will say is this, you know, when, but this brought, all of this got brought up because of that Memphis Jogger killer case, okay, uh, and it's sparking all kind of conversation inside the prison, so when you look at this individual, right, uh, committed these crimes now, today I saw that he's being charged with a rape in 2021 and all that other kind of stuff, but when you look at this person today, now, you say, okay, wait a minute. You know, the people that I've been talking to, some of them say, free world people say, he should never get out. But what if this person, what if a person like him changes? Do you think that uh, he should be afforded the chance to get out? I don't know that you can change the mindset of a rapist. I don't know that you can get that deep into the psychology of a person to, to where, I guess that would only happen, but like, it would only rely on God that they could do that. Because... Should the, should, should the public take a chance on that? Because, you know, what between you and God is between you and God. And, and, and I've seen over the years people that, um, and I hate to say it like this, but I want my listeners to understand where I'm going with 
mean, day one they get out, it's going on. You know what I mean? So people can say that they found God, but if they haven't shown those things that uh, carry over when they get out, then, you know, they fake their way out. So how does the system deal with that? How should the system deal with that? Well, a person like, like the individual we're speaking about, uh, he shows that he shouldn't be let out with the things that he's doing in prison. So there were so signs. There were signs. You're talking about his flashing and doing all that kind of He's a sexual predator. And what we're talking about, so y'all understand out there, is that, uh, you know, did a little research on this individual and, and, and saw that his, his write-up history, disciplinary history, was full of those types of write-ups where he was flashing on women, masturbating, all of those types of things. So the signs were there, the warning signs were there, but for whatever reason, uh, the system didn't act on it beyond putting the person in the hole and those types of things. So uh, I guess that, you know, to sum it up, not, not to end the episode, but to sum it up with this line of uh, question is that some people don't deserve the opportunity to get out. And it's hard for people in prison to understand that because a lot of us in here uh, continue to believe in that that mindset, that ideology of, you know, criminal behavior, and letting that go in this environment is hard. So what do you tell somebody that's listening that might have a family member in prison, and they, their loved one is struggling with moving beyond that criminal mindset? What would you tell them that they need to do? Because when you're in here, you're in survival mode most of the time, and, and granted that we're the pretty laid back camp here, so you can work on your self-pity. But what about, you know, those prisons that me and you both have been through where it's, it's rough and tough? So what do you say to those individuals that are doing what they think they need to do to survive? Because you, you know, you get immersed in that lifestyle, that mindset. They're doing what they need to do to survive. What do you say to them? I don't think you can always have to do, you know, the types of things that people do to, to so-called survive in prison. Uh, you mind your own business and, and do your own thing, whatever it is. There, there are people in, in those violent prisons that, that, that they'll leave you alone, especially if you had a reputation. Look, I'm ready. I'm ready to leave that. I'm ready to leave that behind. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, yeah, I'm you call you, you see you call a small amount of people that had that reputation. You know what I'm saying? But the majority of people that come in the system today. What reputation do they have? You know, street reputation. I, I'm supposing that's what you're talking about. They come in here, addicts. They, they, they really, you know, they, they just cut like, like when we came in. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't have that reputation where they can say, man, I'm leaning back and everybody will respect that. They don't have that, man. And uh, but they get thrown in this environment. Or somebody that live in the suburbs, right? That happen to uh, get a DUI or something like that. And, vehicle homicide, they get thrown in here. They don't have that kind of reputation where they can say, leave me alone, I'm trying to do my time. So what is it that they do? What, what would you tell them to do? What would you tell their loved ones to tell them, you know, to do? Well, that's a hard question, isn't it? Yeah, because it's, it's hard in here. It's hard in here, but, 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 but I, this is what I would say. This is what I would say. And now this, this comment is more geared towards the people that are what I would say to them is this, you know, I've never, the 34 years that I've been in prison, ever heard a governor, a commissioner, or any warden, or anybody that worked in a 
into a prison and say, today and for the rest of the time that you're doing time, I want y'all to act like animals toward each other. Nobody has said that. When I came into prison, I was taught how to jail. When we talk, when I say how to jail, they basically were showing me how to navigate the system, right? And how to get through it. I think that's the problem. We're passing along this ideology that you speak about to the individuals that come in because we think this is going to help them to survive. But all it's doing is perpetuating this violent environment that we're in, and we're the ones that's getting eaten alive by it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I would say is my message through this episode to the family members of individuals that are incarcerated and those individuals that are incarcerated that might happen to be listening is that we have to be more responsible for this environment that we're living in. It does not have to be this way. We decide how we live. Like at this facility here, this facility is not laid back because they have uh, officers running around, you know, beating us up or, or, you know, putting a foot on our necks like that. Yeah. This facility is laid back because the individuals here have decided that that's what they want to do. So that's what we need at other facilities. We need more people to step up and say, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to accept responsibility for what I did. And I'm not going to take out my hurt because that's what it is. I'm not going to take out my hurt on the next man or woman. And that's what I think needs to happen because until we do that, we're going to always be in this environment where we think that we have to act a certain way. We're sitting right beside somebody that probably thinking the same way we are, but is afraid to say it. You know what I mean? But so should the, should the system separate those people though? Because you're going to still have those lions and lambs. So what are you, what are you going to do in this situation where, where, where we got a group of people here that says, no, we don't want this prison like this. And then you got these young kids saying, no, we're, we're going to do what we're going to do. I got all this time. Okay, well, this is what I would say. I'm going to go back to, you know, uh, when, you, when you're in school, right, and you're in whatever grade you're in, and you have a child in that class that's disruptive, what do they do? They take that child out because the rest of the students cannot learn if this child is disrupting the class. So to answer your question, yes, there needs to be a separation. You know what I mean? But when you separate that child, that person, in the system, you're not separating them to punish them. You feel what I'm saying? If, if they do something, put them in a hole or whatever the case may be, and leave them in there, but you need to work with them while they're there. You know what I'm saying? Not just put them in there and leave them there and, and all this work with them while they're there, because I do believe that uh, everybody should have a shot, but everybody progresses at a different rate, a pace rather. You know what I'm saying? Where me and you might be at, the next man or woman might not be there yet. You know what I'm saying? So they might still believe that that ideology means something and uh, is worth acting a fool about. It. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to add to this? No, just, well, just the fact that the question was, do, 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 what was the question? Do people need to, should people leave? Are there people, are there people in the system should not be released. And I say yes. Yes. And you say that, you say yes because those individuals that continue to believe and perpetuate that ideology are the individuals that should not be released, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, because they're going to make it yeah. worse for us to want to do the right thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. worse and harder for us to get out of here. 
also, let me add to that, meaning that at the end of it, once these individuals transition, let me say it like that, and, and start to see that that way of life is wrong, then, yeah, give them the opportunity to get out. That's what you're saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying, too. That's what I'm saying, too. Look here, y'all. It's been another episode of Doing Time with y'all. I want to thank Michael for doing this show with me. I, I look forward to the next one with him, and we're going to be talking about some good stuff. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Michael, before we roll out? Keep your head up and keep the boat water. That's what's up. That's what's up. With that, y'all, it's been another episode of Doing Time with Joe, and I say peace, y'all.